the Lord. You have your Bibles. First, let me just let me just do this too, because I I've been I've been led of God to do this everywhere I go. I I, I look at saints and I say, you have your Bibles. Do you have your Bibles? <laughs> and it's amazing how many Holy Ghost filled, baptized people of God go to church without their Bibles. That never used to happen. Folks will come in. Some folks will come in with their family Bibles. You know them big, big Bibles. Be boom, boom. You know, I mean, technology is great. If you got a Bible on your phone, good. On your iPad, great. But have your sword with you when you come to the house of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. And so, um, I'm going to be reading some scriptures from the Word of God tonight. I just feel a liberty to just follow the Spirit, however God wants to do it. It may not be like any other time I've ever done this, but hey, I feel, I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. And God's going to give us something from His Word. Amen? Anybody hungry? Praise God. Um, let's stand together in honor to God's holy word. We love to stand in his reverence as we open the bread of life and introduce these scriptures into your hearing. We're going to begin in the book of Romans and the uh, 13th chapter of the book of Romans. And then we're going to go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Amen. Romans chapter 13 verse 11. Oh, and before I forget, after service at the back table. I brought with me some CDs and some DVDs of uh, what I consider the choicest services I've ever had the privilege to be in. Sermons that God has given me that I listen to. You know, sometimes you have to preach to yourself. <laughs> and these are the ones that I listen to over and over again. And there is at the back table a CD. The title of it is There Is No Place Like Hell. There is no place like hell. God gave me this message. I preached this in Gaithersburg, Maryland. That morning, one lady, a first-time visitor, she ordered 600 copies. I'm like, that's what I said. (laughs) Wow. And she said, I want to make sure everybody I know gets a copy of this. There's no place like hell. And I tell you what, you don't want to go there. There is nothing worth going to hell over. You get this, it will bless you and it will help people that you've been trying to reach. Let them listen to it too. Then there's a DVD, a title of The Baptism of the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. I need the Holy Ghost. That same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, that's the same spirit that's going to change our bodies to go up in the rapture. Without the Holy Ghost, you're none of his. Everybody ought to be thirsty for the Holy Ghost. I want it. I need it. I got to have it. And give me more, more, more. Amen. This DVD will bless you and have my testimony of how I got filled with the Holy Ghost. And so it will really be a blessing to you. And the last one I want to tell you about is one of my favorite DVDs, a message God gave me called Living on the Right Side of the Comma. (laughs) It's about tests. And trials, and we all going to have them. And what are you going to do when the tests come? What are you? How are you going to respond when the trial comes? Don't wait to the last minute to figure out what you're going to do. Have a plan. Amen. And this is a, a tremendous service that'll bless you, and I'm sure you'll really be able to relate to it. So those will be at, at the back table after service, and I'll meet you back there. Amen for that. The book of Romans, chapter 13, we'll start at verse 11. We're going to look at verse 11 and verse number 12. The Apostle Paul, writing to the church, 
He says, and that knowing the time, knowing the time that now, everyone say now, now. everyone say right now. right now, it is high time. That means we don't have no time left. This is it. It's high time to awake out of sleep. He's talking to church folks. It's time to wake up. Somebody say, wake up. up. For now. Everyone say now. Now. Our salvation is nearer than when we believed. The coming of the Lord is closer than you think. Verse 12. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. Cast off all of our excuses. Cast off all of our attitude. Amen. And let us put on the armor of light. It's time. Someone say it's time. It's high time. And now the last verse, uh, verse uh, chapter 4 of 1 Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, beginning at verse number 13. Oh, hallelujah, God, let us get this tonight. Chapter 4, 1 Thessalonians, beginning at verse number 13. I'm going to read down to verse number 18. Beginning at verse 13, Paul said, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. I don't want y'all to be in the dark about those that have passed on. That you sorrow not, even as others, which have no hope. For, For if we believe that Jesus died, and rose again. Even so them also which sleep in Jesus, in Christ, <clears throat> God will bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain. Who's he talking about? That's us. That's us. This book is talking about us. We which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Well, we're not going to hinder them which are asleep. Why is that? For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God. Oh, listen, when Jesus come back, it's going to be loud. It's going to be loud. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. This is my favorite verse. Then we. Talk about us. Talk about you. We which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, so shall we ever be with the Lord. Verse 18, let's read it all together. Verse 18, read. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. I got some comforting words for you. 
It doesn't matter what situation you're facing in your life right now. I've got a comforting word for you. It doesn't matter if you got a sickness in your body. I've got a comforting word for you right now. It doesn't matter if your family is all messed up and things don't look like it's going to work out. I've got some comforting words for you. The word is this. Whatever you're dealing with, it won't be much longer now. It won't be much longer now. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. He's getting ready to sound the trumpet and it's all going to be over. Everything we preached about, everything that we sung about, everything we've been praying about, it's going to happen. What time is it? High time. What time is it? High time. I'm telling you, it's now. Let's lift our hands to the Lord because it could happen tonight. Lord Jesus, we love you. We praise you. God, we want to be ready. We want to be in tune. Hallelujah. Help us to be sensitive. God, there's nothing in this world worth missing you over. God, move the veil of the flesh. Help us to break through into the spirit and be ready for your soon return. We honor you. We praise you. We expect you, Lord. We're looking for you, Lord. In Jesus' name, bless us like we've never been blessed before. This we thank you, O God, in your holy name. And everyone say, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight. Oh, we love you, Father. We love you. 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 Glory. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you. It's high time. It's high time. Praise God. Amen. Before you see it, look at somebody and say, wake up. <laughs> you may be seated. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible said, wake up. Wake up. It's high time. Hallelujah. It's high time. I'm telling you what, if you, if you don't start praying now, you ain't going to never start praying. If you don't start believing the Bible now, you're never going to believe the Bible. If you don't be a soul winner now, you're never going to be a soul winner. What else can, can God do to convince you that the word is true? What more does God have to do to get your attention? He's done everything he can do. Hallelujah. How many know John chapter 3 verse number 16? For God. So loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but inherit everlasting life. Do you believe that verse? Let me break it down. Let me show you what God, oh God, is, oh I feel chills. Let me show you what God showed me with that verse, John 3.16. And one day I may even preach this. It would be a good sermon. Maybe I'll give it to you. Three things. That God cannot do. Three things that God cannot do. For God so loved the world. Number one, God cannot love you any more than he loves you right now. He can't love you no more than he loves you. Why? For God so loved. So loved the whole world. Hallelujah. He can't love you. He can't love you no more than he loves you. The second thing is God cannot give you any more than what he's given. For he gave his only begotten son. There's not going to be another one. He gave you his best. He gave you his best. He can't, he can't give you any more. 
He can't. I don't know why you're waiting around for it. There ain't nothing else coming. This is it. He's giving you all he's got. The third thing, God cannot make it any easier for whosoever believe. I mean, how easy is that? How easy is that? God ain't asking you to shave all your hair off your head and leave a little strand and wear ankle bracelets and get a tambourine. But there are people that will do it. God ain't asking you to leave your family and friends or go across the country and ride a bicycle, amen, through neighborhoods. But there are people that will do it. God ain't asking you to do all these crazy things, but people are doing a lot of crazy stuff. God is saying, all I want you to do is believe. Believe. He that believe and is baptized shall be saved. He can't make it any easier. Hallelujah. God's will is that nobody perish. God's will is that people will hear the word, that they would believe the word, and they would respond to the word. Because the word is life. The word is a hammer. The word is a lamp to my feet. The, the word is our guide. It's our map. Hallelujah. This word is forever settled in heaven. And if we don't get a hold of it now, we don't have to next week. We don't have to next month. We don't have next year. It's high time. It's high time. Hallelujah. We at the apex of our relationship with God. I'm telling you, we need to be on our tippy toes. We need to have our spiritual antennas, amen, tuned in. You know what the problem sometimes is? We get sidetracked because the devil and the world is against you. And the devil and the world wants you to be so filled up with the things of the world that it will dull your senses. Amen. And we spend time watching television. We spend time on the internet. We spend time on things that don't mean nothing and fill ourselves up with the cares of this life. And we come to church dragging in. We come to church weighted down. Hallelujah. It's hard to pray. It's hard to worship. It's hard to read the Bible. It's hard to smile. You know it's bad when you can't even smile. I'm telling you, but that's what the devil does. He want to wear you down, fill you up with doubt, fill you up with questions, fill you up, amen, with unbelief. But God said, don't let the cares of this world entangle you. Get into the spirit. Walk in the spirit. Live in the spirit. Be set free. Because those are the people he's coming back for. He ain't coming back for no dead church. He's not coming back for no sleepy church. He's not coming back for no quiet church. He said, they that are alive. He's coming for a lively church. He's coming for a bouncy church. He's coming for people that's looking. He could come tonight. I've got to make sure I'm ready. God, make sure I've got my life right. I want to go in the rapture. I'm telling you, man, you either believe it or you don't. It has nothing to do with how you feel. It has nothing to do with what you went through today. It has nothing to do with what somebody said about you or your hurt feelings. I'm telling you, you've got to believe that you're a part of something bigger than this life. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. He warned us. He told us what to look for. And it's happening all around us. Woo! Man, I'm excited. I'm excited. 
Because I can feel it. I can tell something's about to happen. Well, you made it. People, the whole, even the world recognized wars, rumors of war, crime like you've never seen before. Jesus said just like it was in the days of Lot. That's how it's going to be. We're living in those days. But there's another sign woo, that the world don't even recognize. There's another sign that we are in the end times. I hear the voice of God saying, in the last days, saith God, I'm going to pour out my spirit. I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. I'm telling you, it's happening. Brother, it's happening. We had a report last year of the Holy Ghost being poured out in the Philippines. Multitudes being filled with the Holy Ghost all over the continent of Africa. You should have seen the pictures as far as you can see, multitudes of people getting filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm sitting like going, my goodness, in Thailand, a man came in on a wheelchair. The preacher preached in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. He got up and started jumping up and down just like they did in the Bible. I'm telling you folks, this is not a fairy tale. This is real and it's happening right now. You may not have it in your neighborhood, but it's happening all around the world. Jesus is coming. He's coming back for people that's watching, that's looking, that expecting. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of this world. I'm tired of this world. I'm sick of being sick. I'm tired of the violence, the drugs, death. Everywhere you look, people are dying, violent. People just taking other people's lives like it ain't nothing. And you know what the problem is? It happens so much now, we're getting used to it. It don't bother us no more. We can watch the news and they say, this woman here got killed. This little child got shot. And it don't even phase us because we hear it so much. But I'm telling you, friend, it's another sign that we need to check ourselves. The Apostle Peter said, save yourself. Can't nobody else save you but you. Can't nobody else repent for your sin but you. Can't nobody else get baptized but you. Can't nobody get the Holy Ghost for you but you. Can't nobody praise God but you. Can't nobody, oh hallelujah, can't nobody feel the joy but you. Hallelujah. And we got all kinds of excuses why we can't do it. We got all, well, we loaded down with excuses. I don't see why we got to be acting like that. I don't see why we got to be worshiping like that. I don't see. That's the problem. You don't see. <laughs> glory to God. But if you've been where I've been and saw what I saw, whoa, glory to God. You can't help but praise Him. You can't help but worship Him. Oh, man. I'm telling you, you know what I'm doing? You know what I'm doing, people, at Brother Easter? Do you ever have a bad day? I have a lot of bad days. But any bad day with Jesus is better than a good day with the devil. I'm not happy all the time, but I got joy. I got unspeakable joy. I got a hope of something better than this. Amen? So what do I do when I come to church? I don't be looking around at people. I don't let y'all intimidate me. I used to be that way. I used to worry about people looking at me. I used to worry about folks. Folk, they're going to talk about me. How, how, how am I going to shout? How am I going to look when I shout? You know, some people, some people just know how to shout real good. I mean, some people just got the moves. They look, oh, they look good. I wish I could do that. I can't do that. I don't want to get up and look silly. 
Hey man, I, I don't know how to dance like that. I don't know. And people are going to be looking at me. But you know what? I made my mind up years ago. Ain't nobody in the building shed their blood for me. Ain't nobody in the building went to the cross for me. Hallelujah. I ain't worried about you. He did it for me. I'm going to give him the praise because he's worthy. I don't care what you think about it. He loves it. He loves it. He loves it. Somebody shout hallelujah. Praise God. And the more you give yourself in worship and praise, the more liberty you're going to have. The more freedom you're going to have. And the more you put yourself in the service, the more you're going to get out of the service. Hallelujah. I want something from God, but He wants something from me. Amen. And after all, after all, all we're doing is rehearsing. That's all we're doing. We're just getting in shape. Amen. That's all we're doing. We're just getting in shape. A songwriter said, they're going to be shouting on the hills of glory. So I'm going to get in shape right now. Hallelujah. And if you're not comfortable shouting here, you ain't going to be comfortable shouting up there. Hallelujah. I'm going to praise him down here. I'm going to get in shape. Hallelujah. I'm going to worship him with all my heart, all my strength, all my might. Woo! Because the rapture is going to take place. It's, it really is going to happen. See, we don't, like to, we don't really like to think about it. We think it's way off in the future somewhere. And some folks don't even believe in a rapture. But the Bible talks about a day coming when the dead in Christ shall rise up. And we, oh Lord, we who are alive shall be changed. This mortal body is going to be changed to an immortal body. This flesh is going to be changed to a spiritual body. And when that trumpet sound, we're going to go up through the ceiling tile. It's going to happen. Yes, it is. Amen. Hallelujah, man. And I'm looking for it. Because all the signs, everything he told us to look for in the world is already here. I believe the Antichrist is alive and walking the earth, waiting for his time. We got, we, the world is so confused. The world, every nation is confused. They're worried. Financial distress. All kinds of political distress. Military distress. They're saying it's a hotbed in the Middle East. And the nuclear bombs are everywhere. And everybody's on edge. And they're looking. If, I, if there could be just one person that could get up here and straighten this out. Amen. They're looking for that one person. And the Antichrist is walking around waiting for his time. But you know what I believe? I don't think the Antichrist is stupid enough to reveal himself. Why is that? Because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. He can't do nothing while the church is here. He can't reveal himself while the church is here. Because the greater power is here. But there's a day coming when this power is going to be taken up. To meet the Lord in the air. Oh my Lord have mercy. I don't want to miss that. I don't want to miss that. I don't want myself to get in the way. And that's your greatest obstacle. The devil ain't your problem. Behold you shall have power. 
over the serpent. Devil ain't your problem. The world is not your problem. Your problem is yourself. And if you can conquer yourself, and if you can say, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Oh, hallelujah. You're closer to that place where God wants all of us to be. Amen. When that trumpet sound, pastor, when that trumpet sound, and it could happen tonight. When that trumpet sound, I I say, Lord, Lord, when the rapture takes place, let it be right in the middle of a red hot worship service. I want you to catch me dancing. When that, when that trumpet sound, catch me dancing. Glory. I want to, I want to be over here saying Halle and then Hallelujah over there. <laughs> I want to be right in the middle of loving God. I don't want to be sitting around looking all sleepy, half dead, worrying about the job. All, uh-uh, no. I want my mind on Him. I'm focusing on Him. Every time we come to church, it could be your last service. The trumpet is going to sound. Jesus is coming. And we who are alive and remain shall be changed. It's going to happen. In what? The Bible says in a twinkling. Oh my God. No warning. No warning. In the twinkling of an eye. Just that quick. Gone. We up there. We up there with the Lord. And then you know what? You know what? Everybody's not going. Just because you say you want to go don't mean you're going. The Bible says only they that are ready. Only they that are ready. I'm saying, Lord, help me to be ready. Help me to be ready, God. What am I doing? Am I pleasing to you? Is this what you want? Is this how you want me to act? Is this how you want? Friend, we got to get into that place where we say, God, what do you want? What's pleasing to you? Not about how I feel. Not about what I believe. God, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to act? How do you want me to worship? Glory to God. And I tell you what, that's elementary school worship. That's the beginning. Every Holy Ghost filled, baptized believer, child of God ought to know how to worship. That's elementary. If you don't get that, you can forget about everything else. That's the first fruit. Everybody ought to be excellent worshipers. We ought to study worship. We got to open up that book of Psalms and start reading the book of Psalms. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Praise Him with all your heart, mind, and strength. Lift up holy hands in the sanctuary. Sing unto the Lord a new... Man, we ought to be living it. We ought to not just read it. We ought to be living it. Jesus is coming. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you don't want... To miss the boat. You don't want to miss the boat. It's, it'll be worth everything you ever have to deal with. Every change you have to make, it's going to be worth it all. It's going to be worth it all. When we get on that other side, I'm telling you, oh, it's going to be worth every trial. It's going to be worth every test when we get on those streets of gold. Hallelujah. But when that trumpet sound and you miss it, and see, Pastor, I, I tell this every church I go to, and I still believe I'm telling the truth. The greatest attendance this church is going to ever have is going to be the day after the rapture. After the rapture, people are going to break into church, bust it in the door. Pastor, where you at? Okay, okay, I'm ready now. Mm-hmm. Too late. 
I'm ready. Where the baptism? I want to be baptized. I'll do anything. Too late. Too late. Then you're going to be here for the Antichrist. Amen. Well, I, I'll just, I, I'll live for God then. Who you fooling? Do you know what's going to happen after the rapture? <laughs> People say, the world is bad. The world is hell on earth. And that's why the church is still here. Imagine when the church is gone. Now, Jesus said when he was on the earth, I am the light of the world. Jesus looked at the believers, filled them with his spirit, and he says, ye are the light of the world. Now, the world is getting darker and darker. Our light is getting brighter and brighter. And when God looks down upon the world, he's going to be easy to find us. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're going to be shining. We're going to be shining. Ain't nobody no secret disciples. We're not secret Christians. We are on fire for the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Light me up, God. I want you to see me. Here I am. Here I am, Lord. And listen, listen, listen. When that trumpet sounds, the Bible says, what? The dead in Christ. Those that have died in Christ. Those that have died filled with the Holy Ghost. That same spirit that raised up Jesus is going to raise them up. Shoot! They're going to go up in the air. Then we who are alive and remain are going to be changed. And it's an amazing thing to think about. We will get to go to heaven without dying. Without a funeral. Just change. I know that sounds like science fiction, but it's the Bible. Somebody said, oh, that never happened before. Oh, yes, it had. There was a man in the Bible named Enoch. The Bible said he walked with God and suddenly God took him. God said, let me try this rapture out. It works. <laughs> Glory to God. It's going to happen. And look, and look, and look. When God looks down at the church, the bride of Christ, Holy Ghost filled believers, he's going to draw us up. When Jesus takes the light out of the earth, the earth will be in total darkness. That means Satan will have no opposition. There will be no power to resist him. He will have full control of the world. You think it's bad now? You ain't seen nothing. The Bible calls it the days of great tribulation of which the world have never seen and never see it again. It's going to be horrible. Antichrist, the false prophet, the beast, the mark, all these things going to take place during that period of time. And you tell me you're going to make it through that. How can you make it when it's hard? When you can't even make it when it's easy. It's easy now. It's easy now. Hallelujah. This is the time to praise him. This is the time to come to church. This is the time to get your life in order. It's got to be God, number one. Not what I want. What does God want? Not how I want to dress. How does God want me to dress? Not what I want to think about. What does God want me to think about? This thing is serious. What time is it? It's high time. It's time to quit playing church. It's time to quit being religious. Religion has messed up the world. Religion. Religious people. Amen. They live for God according to how they feel. They go to church and never change their ways. 
doing the best they can. It's not about that. It's what the best he can. Hallelujah. Religion makes you come to church and just sit there and walk away saying, well, at least I went to church. But you haven't changed. Nothing has changed in your life. But religion makes you feel good. Well, you went to church. You okay. Ain't nobody perfect. Amen. Can't nobody judge you. <laughs> you can't be judged. The Bible said. Religious people let it quote scripture. <laughs> the Bible said don't judge. <laughs> you can't judge me. You don't know my heart. Amen. On their way to hell. Just shouting and dancing. Lost as they can be. Because they want to. They want Jesus to follow them. Instead of them following Jesus. Amen. Come on, Lord. Follow me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. That's, that's what's wrong. Religion. Religion. You know, those religious churches, they some of the biggest churches in town. Because they preach what people want to hear. You about to come into your blessing. You about to come into your blessing. You've been in a storm, but God just showed me. You about to come into your blessing. Oh, Lord, that's what I need to hear. You got a word? You got a word for me, preacher? I got a word for you. Here you go. Folks, love that. Bless me. Bless me. Yeah, you about to get a check in the mail. Here you. Folks be like, oh, I got it. Oh, I love my pastor. Just as lost as you can be. They're all over television. They're all, every TV station, every one of those TV preachers, and I haven't heard one, I haven't heard one to tell you how to be saved. Not one, not one. Your favorite ones, they don't tell you how to be saved. Am I telling the truth? I saw Joel the other day. Joel Osteen, smiling away. I never want to close out this service without giving you an opportunity to give your life to the Lord. Would you repeat this prayer? Lord Jesus, I confess my sins. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I believe you're the son of God. If you just prayed that prayer, I believe you just got born again. I'm thinking, what? What did he say? Ain't got no scripture for it. But people want salvation easy. They want an easy path. They want a feel-good path. But Jesus is the way of crucifixion. Jesus is the way of sacrifice. Jesus is the way of commitment. Hallelujah. This, look, God don't want you to get your blessing here because he don't want you to get comfortable here. He wants you to look up. Look up. Look up. Hallelujah. Jesus is coming. I don't want to get comfortable here. I don't want my mansion here. I don't want my car here. I don't want my treasure here. I want to be with him. I want to be with him. I want to be with him. Woo! Hallelujah. I want to be with him. Whatever it takes, God, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, to conform to your ways. Help me, Lord, to be transformed in my mind. Help my thinking. Help my understanding. Help my obedience. Oh, God, church, it's high time that we stop playing. It's high time we get out of ourselves and get into him. What do you want me to do? You got to want it bad enough.
You got to want it bad enough. If you're comfortable here, you want to stay here, stay here. But I don't want to stay here. I want to go be with him. I want to be with him throughout all eternity. I want to be with him with the sounding of the trumpet. Because it is, it is going to happen. Hallelujah. And it could happen. It could happen tonight. What if it did? Every prophecy leading up to the rapture has already been fulfilled. Our our situation now, the world right now, every man has a number. You got a number. Even the children got numbers. You got, they gave you numbers when you were born. When you come out your mama's womb, they give you a number. We're in a computerized world. Amen. Everything is getting set up. You don't know who's watching you. You can walk outside. There's a satellite zooming in on you. Know everything you're doing. Know where you are. You can't buy groceries hardly without them beeping and computerizing. And all that stuff has a purpose. There are things that are going on in the government and in the world we have no idea about. And it's pure evil. Spiritual wickedness in high places. Hallelujah. Satan is the God of this world and the world system. And we are living in it, living in it. But we are not supposed to be of it. Hallelujah. The Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind. You got to change the way you're thinking. Your thinking is wrong. Your thinking is still in the world. You're trying to figure things out. Amen. We got this defense mechanism from living in the street. Ain't going to let nobody get over on me. And then you come to church with that attitude. Well, what that preacher say? I ain't nobody fool. I ain't going to do everything he tell me to do. You know, I'm telling you, you got to learn how to submit to them that have the rule over you. You got to learn how to how to lower yourself, how to humble yourself. Because I'm telling you what time is short, guys. Somebody tell me what time is it? What time is it? It is high time. Now, the Bible says now is the time. If we ever going to be what we need to be, we need to be it now. We don't have next week. If you got sin in your life, you need to repent of it now. You need to get rid of all that junk now. Some of y'all need to turn off the TV now. Some of you need to delete some of your friends. Now. That's how, that's how serious this thing is. God said God's looking for people that really believe this stuff. But if we take it casual and that trumpet sound, you're going to be left behind. And I check myself every day because I'm not sure I'm going to make it. Why? Because I've got to work out this salvation. I gotta stay working on this. I gotta work on this on me. I gotta check myself out. I know I've been baptized. I know I've got the Holy Ghost, but I can't take that for granted. I gotta say, Lord, am I right? Am I okay? Am I doing what you need to be doing? Hallelujah. We all need that mindset. We need to open our Bibles and start reading it. And more than that, obeying it. Obey, folks. This is serious. Either we believe it or we don't. We're gonna make it or we won't. We're going to be ready for the rapture or we're not going to be ready for the rapture. And you can't wait on nobody. Don't you wait on nobody. I'll tell you what, I love every last one of y'all, but I ain't going to wait on none of you. When Jesus blow that trumpet, I'm running. (laughs) I'm running to the glory train. Hallelujah. Hold up. You got a seat reserved for me. I want to go. 
He's slowing down. You can slow down. I'm getting on that train. You want to go do the moonwalk and go backwards? Go ahead and go backwards. I'm moving forward on that train. I love you, but I ain't going to wait for you because God's been too good to me. And God's got some things ready for me. He died for me, and I've got to make it all the way. That's the mindset, brothers and sisters. It's high time. It's time now for revival. It's time now to break through. Quit playing around. Quit being so full of yourself. And I remember praying one night. Intensely on my knees, I said, Lord God, I need more of you, Lord. I'm so weak. I'm messing up. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. I need more of you, Lord. You know what the Lord spoke to me? The Lord said, you don't need more of me. You need less of you. Hallelujah. You got to deny yourself. Pick up your cross and follow me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Whatever he wants me to do, God, I want to do it. How you want me to do it, that's the way I'm going to do it. It's high time. We're going to get ready to get out of here. We're getting ready to go be with the Lord. We're getting ready to go. We're getting ready to go. And it can happen at any time. Musicians, would you come? Musicians. Oh, I want to see him look upon his face. There to sing forever of his saving grace on those streets. Of glory, let me lift my voice. Cares all past, home at last, forever to rejoice. Somebody else wrote a song that said, I'm gonna take a trip. That's some old songs. In that good old gospel ship, I'm going to be sailing far beyond the sky. And when I get there, I'm not going to cross my legs and cross my arms and cross my eyes. I'm going to shout and I'm going to sing. Until the heavens ring When I'm bidding this world goodbye In that city Where the Lamb is the light In that city where there cometh no night I got a mansion over there And it's free from toil and care in that city where the Lamb is the light. One of these old days, we're going to stand outside that pearl gate. Wow! This is more beautiful than I ever thought. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard what God has prepared. We're going to stand there in front of that pearl gate and as far as we can see, saints of all the ages 
getting ready to walk in. Angels hovering over us. And you know what thing that's so interesting about that? Is when we get there, we're going to automatically know who everybody is. You won't have to introduce yourself. You'll just know who they are. <laughs> and we're going to see people like, there's the Apostle Paul. Oh my goodness. There's Timothy and Matthew. Wow. Oh my, there's, there's Grandma. Grandma. And there's Dad. And there's my sister. Oh my goodness. And look. There's Pastor. <laughs> hey, Pastor, we made it. Hallelujah. <laughs> and then, and then the gates are going to open up. And all of the saints in their shimmering white clothes are going to walk through those pearl gates. And we're going to look around and see the walls of jasper and the ox stone and all the beautiful jewels. And, and then we're going to stand in front of this beautiful building. Angels everywhere. And when that door opens and we walk into that building, we're going to see a banquet hall. Table set. We're going to find our place at the table. You know what you're going to be saying to yourself? I'm so glad I listened to the pastor. I'm so glad I listened to the pastor. I'm so glad I listened to the pastor. Hallelujah. And, and check this out. As we stand there, angels going to walk through the congregation. And, and you know what the angel going to be doing? Passing out crowns. And the, pastor gonna, the angel going to have the crown, and the angel going to hand you a crown. And then the angel will come over and hand you your crown. And the angel going to hand you your crown. No, don't you put it on. Don't put it on. And he's going to hand you your crown. Here you go. Now, we all got our crowns. And we're looking at it. Decked with jewels. Shiny stones. Wow. And an angel come up to you and said, Every jewel in your crown represents a soul. That you saved for the kingdom. And you're thinking, wait a minute. I didn't win these many souls. I must got the wrong crown. Then the angel says, oh no, 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 no. See, that night in church service, when you lifted your hands, you didn't know the guest in that service was looking at you. You didn't know somebody was watching you. That lady was going through a time of her life, but she looked at you praising God, and she made up her mind, I'm going to give my life to the Lord. And you had no idea. Remember that service when you felt the Spirit move on you, and you began to speak in other tongues? You didn't know what you were praying for, did you? But the Holy Ghost was praying for souls somewhere in the world you didn't know nothing about. <laughs> Hallelujah! And you're going to look at that crown and then all of a sudden this big old 10 foot angel is going to stand in front of the platform. And right behind that angel are these bronze doors with a seam in the middle. And that angel is going to stand in front of that door and he's going to look at all of you with your crown. And that angel is going to say this. Who among you are worthy to wear the crown? 
And we're going to all look at that crown and say, oh my goodness, I don't even deserve to be here. I'm not worthy. And the angel going to say, there is only one that's worthy. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing he who is and who was and is to come. All of a sudden, a light shines through the scene and the door slowly open. Behold, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the chief cornerstone, the father of lights, the day spring, the holy one of Israel, the judge of the universe, the king of kings, and the lord of lords, the bright and morning star, the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley, the tree of life, the living water. Jesus! 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 Woo! It's gonna happen! It really is gonna happen! It really is gonna happen! Hallelujah! I wonder how you're going to act when you see Jesus. How you're going to act when you see him. How you're going to praise him when you... Hallelujah! 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 Jesus! Oh, glory. How you going to act? How you going to worship? How you going to praise Jesus! Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! Woo! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! No more heartache! No more pain! No more hospital! No more diabetes! No more pills! Hey! No more graveyard. No more death. Hey! I made it. I made it. Hey! I made it. I made it. Woo! I made it. Hey, 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 hey! I made it. I made it. I made it. Hey! I made it. I made it. Hey! Woo! I made it. Made it in. I made it. Hey! I made it. I made it. All the way in. Yeah. I made it. Yes, I made it. All the way. I made it in. No more hospitals. No more cancer. No more diabetes. No more glaucoma. I made it. I made it. I 
made it. I, I made it. Yes, I made it. Lord, I made it. No more arthritis. No more high blood pressure. Hey. No more high cholesterol. I made it. Woo! I made it. I made it. I made it. Come on to the front. Come on, y'all. Come on to the front. Come on. Come on to the front. Jesus is coming. <laughs> 